Welcome, everybody, to Fuel for Thought, empowering women to live healthier, think healthier, and do all the things. All the Healthy, things. all the things. So I am Nicole Heller and I'm Tracy Elizabeth. I am so excited to be here today. This is our very first podcast talking about our journeys as moms and friends and women and all the things. And I'm how just, much you love me. I know. I'm just so full of gratitude to just be sitting here and experiencing this. And I'm just really excited for what's going to come from all of it. So let me just start with a little bit, maybe some back history about me, about you. Tell you me wanna, all about you, Nicole. Yeah, tell me all the things. Um, so I am a mom of four. And let's let, let me go through this slowly. <laughs> They're 12, 13, 14, and 16. So four teenagers that are showing me the way <laughs> and really pushing the limits of Everything I thought I knew about parenting, turns out I actually know nothing. We know nothing. We know nothing. <laughs> and they're teaching me every single day. And you too. Me too. You too. So um, I'm married to the love of my life, my high school sweetheart, though we didn't go to high school together. Um, but we've been together since I'm 16. And um, it's now 24 years, 25 years. We're married 18 years, something like that. Um, it's all blur. You can never get and, your, your years no, right. No, I know nothing. I just but go with the But she's right. Her husband is amazing. He is. He's amazing and so supportive and always there with all of my craziness, which you're probably going to hear a lot of in these podcasts, is I am very much a say yes and figure it out later kind of person Yeah, and very much don't really think things through until you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually doing this. You know, like that's how we're sitting here right now. Um, but really, I'm very impulsive. And he's always been the biggest support of my impulsivity crazy. and my crazy. So um, I pretty much, you know, my teenage years, my 20s, you know, I struggled in a lot of areas, self-confidence, self-esteem, you know, really believing in myself. I didn't think that that was ever something that I could even have as part of my life, you know, feeling silenced from a lot of things from childhood and, you know, that weight of silence and darkness, knowing that I wanted, you know, the white picket fence and the husband and the kids and I wanted all those things and I wanted to check all those boxes. None of those boxes really ever included me. It was always all the things it was. I don't think you're alone in wanting any of those things. I, I think it's just a matter of when life hits us in different directions, that vision kind of starts to fade away. And some of us feel stuck. Yeah. How do you get unstuck? And that's one of the reasons why we're here. Ah, yes. We're still not completely unstuck. But no, I don't think it ever really happens. But I think that as long as we take those steps, as yes. long as we take the steps to really having that self-reflection and saying, well, what if it's possible? I think one of the biggest words for us when we first started, you know, really making that shift in our life was endless possibilities. Yes. Like, is that something we really could imagine possibilities being endless, let alone having possibilities at all, but then them being endless? Yes. And I think one of the beautiful things that I value about Nicole is that when she finally felt a little lighter in her heart, right? Like you you finally felt a little free. And as she was getting healthier physically and mentally, she started to see those endless possibilities and started to dream. And I was like 15 steps behind her. I still wasn't in that place yet. 
But her being my friend and a part of my village and my tribe was that one person to always say, but what if? What if you did do this? What if you took this next action step? And I trusted her. So the possibility of what if? What if there are endless possibilities? And that's why we're here. We want to talk about that vision, the dream, the confidence that you build along the way by taking action rather than staying in one place, feeling stuck and feeling defeated. And we are going to share the moments in our lives that we felt defeated and also some of the victories that we've been feeling over the last five years yeah so we've been friends for 12 years i know why is it the time just keeps passing it's crazy 12 years and you want to talk about how we met yeah so um i met tracy my son ryan who's 14 we we established that 12 13 sure about that now i'm pretty sure he's 14 i know he's not 15 yet and i know he's not 13 because my daughter just turned 13 so i'm confident that it's 14 Um, but my son Ryan is 14. He's diagnosed with autism. He is the heart and soul of our home. Um, teaches us all the things, patience and planning and laughter, uh, laughter and adaptability. <laughs> he teaches us all the things. Um, but he, um, started going to school at 18 months old and Tracy was his first teacher. And I walked in that school, man, I was scared. I, already felt and very pregnant i was very pregnant with maggie who's 12 now um and to be honest with you that was the beginning of not the beginning but really the fear and being so scared and uncertain and the heaviness of life was really just hitting me at that point and i'm a tracy and it was actually i admired so much your ability to connect with Ryan in a way that I wasn't sure that I was there yet. Like I knew I was his mom and I loved him no matter what was going on. But you connected in a way that I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn how to do that. And your passion of just understanding was just amazing. So I feel like we connected at that moment of, oh my gosh, like, look at this teacher. She's amazing. How does she come like live in my house and take care of me and take care of my kids? How do I do all this? Um, But our friendship really started there. And you're still such an important part of all the Heller kids' lives, you know. <laughs> and the funny thing was at that time when Nicole walked into my classroom, I was pretty much a new single mom with this little baby working full-time there in addition to some other um, private work that I was doing outside of there. And I was a hot mess. And I was lonely and scared myself. And here comes Nicole walking in, very pregnant again, <laughs> with, the, with her son, who was just recently diagnosed with autism. And I wanted to help her and her husband who came and Ryan. I mean, he's just so irresistible. I mean, he was just so cute and pudgy. But I didn't allow the life that I was living to affect my ability to come in and help a family that needed it, right? But along the way, what we realized was we were two women not put together, two women scared of life, scared of the challenges. Yes. And we really didn't have a friendship as at that time because it was a professional relationship that we had. And um, But there was one, t- one time, um, you can tell the bump, kids, bump it story, it's kind of like our history and our foundation of our friendship where sometimes in life, you know, men, women, we just come to a place where we're done. Like we just can't breathe. And like Nicole mentioned, sitting in that place of darkness and in silence, we 
we just came to a, I, for one, came to a place in my life where I needed help and I needed to let loose. And I just wrapped up a session with Nicole and we were sitting on her children, her well, children, right? It was two, two, two children sleeping on this bunk bed. Mind you, we were both 300 pounds. So it was a total of 600 pounds of us on this little bunk bed. And you want to tell them what happened? So... At that point, our friendship was developing, you know, but it was a professional relationship. You were a teacher. I was a parent. And but at that moment, you know, we had both gotten to the place where we got to know each other. We got to know our situations in life. And it was like a moment of just I don't want to say clarity, but a moment of just release, Mm -hmm. a moment of just knowing that change was needed. Mm -hmm. And we were on this bunk bed, yes, at a very obese weight and unhappy and uncomfortable and silenced by, again, not just the weight of what we were carrying, but the weight of the world. Yes, And it was a silencing moment, but free at the same time, because we took that opportunity to just let loose the things that we know needed change. But I want to tell an even funnier story about Tracy. Oh, no. Pushing comfort zones from the beginning <laughs> with Ryan. So funny story. My son, Ryan, had used I to have... know what she's saying. Yes, she has <laughs> no idea what I'm about to say. But my son, Ryan, used to walk around with a white like rag oh, no. on his head. <laughs> And, you know, you know how it is as a mom, like you just want your kids to feel comfortable and secure and loved and whatever. And again, I was a young mom. I was extremely naive to all the things. I just wanted my kids to be happy and I didn't know how to make them happy all the time. So Ryan, you know, found comfort in this. It was a rag. It was literally a white like burper rag. It was not even white. It was not for so long. Well, it used to be white, but like he adored this white rag and he literally would, I'm going to post it on my Instagram picture of Ryan with it on his head. Like he literally (laughs) would walk around with this white rag on his head all the time and it was so adorable. It was not adorable. But it was wildly inappropriate. (laughs) So Tracy, who I know that it kind of pushed you a little bit to even come to me and say that it was inappropriate when I was struggling with this new diagnosis and and the weight of everything. And I knew it was uncomfortable for you pushing that piece for me. And I went home and I was like, Tracy said (laughs) that we have to take the rag away from Ryan. I'm not taking the rag away from Ryan. And my husband, who's always so supportive of what was best for Ryan, was like, well, Tracy said that the rag has to go. The rag has to go. So we did. And I was heartbroken. But when I reflect on that now, I think about how strong you were as a teacher to advocate for what you know was right, how I pushed myself past that security piece that I wanted so badly for him and where we are today and how strong he is today. And no, not still walking around with the rag on his head. So thank you for that, (laughs) Tracy. Um, But just thinking about in those moments, too, how we pushed ourselves. And I will admit that in my draw at home, I still have one of those rags that I saved for that memory for myself. Um, But it you was, just answered my question because I'm like, I wonder if she still has this after I, all these years. He I was two do. years old when we got rid of that rag and she still has it. I do. And he's 14 and I'm not proud of it. But at the same time, that's just another example of how far we've come pushing each other, yeah. even when we were uncomfortable, pushing each other. And 
I think that what we want to walk away, you know, from this whole thing is just knowing that surround yourself with the people that push you. Surround yourself with the books that push you. Surround yourself with the podcasts that push you. Surround yourself with the the community of people that push you, whether it's spiritual or or the school or a club that you're involved in or whatever it may be. Find those people that push you forward that don't they're not just okay with the status quo. Like you could have very easily said, you know, well, he probably shouldn't have this. But if it makes you feel okay now, you should, you could, like you could have said that, but surround yourself with the people who are bold enough to say, no, that's not going to work. And when you start surrounding yourself with those people, that's when your strength and your confidence just starts building. And that's what I'm so full of gratitude for our friendship is that you're willing to push the envelope and push someone personally. And that's what we need that's those are the people we need to surround ourselves with yeah and sometimes not being open and not being intentional to who you do surround yourself with is that's really important and i think that even at that time like she just referred to that rag story that we haven't even talked about that in so long but to really look back at the significance of how far we've both come at times in our lives when we didn't even realize we were building onto something bigger and greater and we're here today because the last five years we really intentionally focused on our health because we were still in a place of you know coming back from that bump bed of both of us being significantly obese to not doing anything with our health in a healthy way until six years later from that bump bed and you know we had talked about it before like we spent six years of a friendship where we like okay let's get healthy but we were doing all the unhealthy things to get healthy but the only healthy thing we did was keep our connection together and keep to we were stuck together right like we wanted to do the things together we just didn't know how to do them together but nicole figured it out like Like she always does we always had good intentions we did (laughs) we we always had good intentions we just didn't really know how to do anything and we kind of you know, we talked a little bit about that, you know, failing forward. And mm-hmm. that's really what we've always done is just failed forward. But we always went forward. Yeah. And that's that's a powerful piece for me. Yeah. Just- and I think when we talk about that release, there came a time in our life where we both had another opportunity where we needed that release. And we knew that enough was enough. And we needed to start taking extreme ownership and action to making those changes because what we were doing over and over and over again clearly was not working. And, you know, here we are today, five and a half years, well, five years later of incorporating I mean, so many strategies and so many partnerships with women and men that are really like-minded to change their life and really commit to incorporating different and saying yes to no when you want to say no, like being around people that raise your shoulders up, like like I raise Nicole's shoulders up to get rid of that rag and she does the same for me in all of my journey in my life and that's what we want to talk about and here today, sitting here too, physically healthy women somewhat mentally healthy i'm kidding (laughs) we're working on it we're working on it more than others (laughs) mentally healthy (laughs) 
But that silence, like we now can appreciate the silence that we sit in, even though sometimes it may still feel scary, it may feel dark, right? But we feel better knowing that we have each other, we have a community, we have proactive strategies in place, and we intentionally wake up in gratitude knowing that we're doing things differently in order to get the different results rather than sitting back and waiting for things to happen. And I know that that was a significant part for me coming as a single parent and really unsure and unconfident with my life. Like I was confident in my education. I was confident in being a teacher. I was confident in being a parent trainer. But I wasn't confident being a woman. I wasn't confident being a mom, a wife, and I was lost. And now knowing that I can sit in that silence feeling confident and feeling supported makes all the difference. Yeah, the difference of being feeling silenced versus being comfortable sitting in silence yes. with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was a big change for us in the last five years, mm-hmm. really just being okay with that looking inward piece and moving that forward part. Well, I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And but I'm excited to put those strategies out there that women can hold on to or men, whoever like that they can hold on to put their phone down after listening to a podcast and say, I'm going to implement this. Mm -hmm. Like we talk a lot about self-reflection, but self-reflection without implementation means absolutely nothing so you could self-reflect all day long like i'm not good at this or i'm not good at that but if you don't do anything to create change and implement change then don't even self-reflect yeah don't even bother so like listening and taking the opportunity to hear strategies or think of strategies even independently implement that change and that that's so empowering and that's what we want people to really feel and also really come to that point where we're so passionate about surrounding and be careful about who you're surrounding yourself with and what you're it's not just who you're with but what you're listening to what you're reading all of those things so important i think that that's such a big piece that we want to we want to get out into the world so i think that we covered basically the craziness of us both you know <laughs> not all of it but i mean a good a little part of it but i think that one of our one of our things about surrounding is i want to talk a little bit about a feeling mm-hmm. and a feeling of when you were in school and you heard a bunch of little you know girls talking and they were kind of talking a little lower and you were kind of part of the circle but not really in the circle and you kind of had that feeling like the wonder, like, am I invited to that sleepover that they're talking about? Or am I not invited? Like, they didn't tell you no, but they didn't really make it an effort to say, hey, come with us and be mm-hmm. inclusive. So that wondering, that pit in your belly, like you're wondering if you're invited. That's what I want this this podcast and this experience to be like for people. I want it to be inclusive. I want you to walk away wanting to surround yourself with the people that always make you feel like you're part of it, that they don't even have to make an effort. They don't even have to ask you. Their presence and their speaking and their love and their compassion makes you automatically know that you belong Yeah, and they see you. And I think that that's so 
that's such a big passion for both of us. And I think that's such a huge piece of who you are. And I think, you know, when you mentioned about when you were in high school or each grammar school, like, I feel like that as an adult, like my entire adult life, young adult life, I felt like I wasn't a part of something and I didn't belong somewhere until I met Nicole. She has an open door policy. But that person that you are being that gatherer, because you do want to surround yourself with people like that. And it shows kindness and it shows how humble you are and wanting to help people. So I'm excited to share all of our wonderful stories and crazy stories. Yes, crazy, exciting. So thank you for listening. Yes, <laughs> really. Thank you for already being here for this craziness. But we really do. We want to extend our gratitude. And this is something completely new for us both. And we're just feeling something in our heart stirring that we really want to put this out into the world and and take you guys along with us on this crazy wild ride that you're probably going to hear some things that are completely wild but still um we're excited to take you on the ride with us we would love for you to all of our our instagram handles are there to know when the upcoming shows are coming or whatever it may be but we're just really full of gratitude and just really want to say thank you and we're looking forward to this ride with you guys and we hope you gave you enough fuel for thought today yes. thank you for joining us